Wait, wait, Martin. Welcome to the Crosstower Market Color Call. It is Wednesday, January 19th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst. With me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how are the markets looking this morning? Hi, Martin. We're uh, flattish this morning after a after a rough uh, comeback to uh, to the market after the long weekend here in the U.S. Uh, and the macro space continued just kind of anxiety on on several fronts. Um, you know, the, the Russian Ukraine situation is not quite as as uh, imminently dicey as it appeared at the end of last week. However, it's still a very tense situation. Um, and also, you know, the, uh, the path to Fed rate hikes is, is still causing, uh, you know, investors to be very wary. We've seen interest rates really uh, just kind of just creep higher and higher and higher. The two-year yield is, is over 1% up to 1.05% right now, uh, which is signaling, you know, a very aggressive uh, rate hike schedule from, from the Fed. Uh, the 10-year, a lot of people drew a line in the sand around 1.8%, uh, and it's trading up around one9 right now. Uh, so we're seeing just kind of, uh, you know, continued uh, pressure on, on treasuries, signaling rising rates, a little bit of strength in the dollar, a big, uh, big kind of risk off day yesterday. Uh, and that affected crypto as well. Um, still pretty flat this morning after a bit of a sell-off yesterday and after a flat weekend um, across, uh, across crypto. But, uh, you know, this, we have not seen anything in, uh, you know, really in 2022 so far that, uh, that looks like a real positive catalyst or anything like that. So it's still very much, a, a, you know, kind of a wait and see market. Um, a little choppy, very slightly downtrend. Uh, remains to be seen whether we'll uh, test that 40,000 level again that we did, uh, you know, a, a week and a half ago. Um, but uh, for now, that seems like support in Bitcoin. Um, you know, ETH is trading around 3,000, um, some decent support there. But, you know, and, until uh, we see strong, you know, real buyers come in and maybe some volume pick up, uh, you know, who knows how long that support will hold. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Turning to some crypto news now, Coinbase has partnered with MasterCard to allow users to purchase NFTs using their MasterCard cards on Coinbase's upcoming NFT platform. Under the partnership, MasterCard will classify NFTs as digital goods, which will allow cardholders to make NFT purchases through both credit cards and debit cards, a change from the status quo in the US where many crypto purchases are supported with just debit cards. Buyers will still need a crypto wallet from Coinbase or elsewhere to store the NFTs after the purchase. Some hacking news here. Crypto.com has suffered an alleged hack, losing at least 4,800 ETH worth approximately 15 million. According to data from PeckShield, the company announced some users were noticing suspicious activities on their accounts on January 17, with the exchange pausing withdrawals while it investigated. The hacker began moving funds on Tuesday in batches, sending a total of 48 deposits for 100 ETH and three deposits for 10 ETH. Blockchain records show that the hacker has laundered almost all of the Ethereum using Tornado Cash. It is still not determined how the hacker was able to steal the funds, but a possible compromised hot wallet has been mentioned. The exchange has responded by resetting all two-factor authentication protocols. Crypto.com CEO... 
uh, tweeted to say that, quote, no customer funds were lost. The downtime of withdrawal infrastructure was around 14 hours. And it said as a result that, quote, our team has hardened the infrastructure in response to the incident, end quote. Uh, there was also an exploit in multi-chain, uh, formerly AnySwap. Um, it was exploited for 1.3 million. Multi-chain announced it had found a critical vulnerability and had since fixed the issue, which affected six tokens. A hacker was still able to exploit the bug uh, as past users who had already interacted with the protocol uh, had to manually revoke access, uh, revoke the permissions they had previously given to the protocol. Some users have not done this, and this is how the hacker has been able to exploit the bug. The company has reiterated uh, to users that they need to re revoke approvals to keep their funds safe. And let's see, uh, some news here from Polygon. It implemented the Ethereum improvement proposal 1559 upgrade on their network to improve fee visibility, and the upgrade went live the other day. The EIP-1559 upgrade in introduces a fee-burning mechanism to Polygon, which will result in the reduction of the number of MATIC tokens in circulation. The team has stated that the supply of MATIC is likely to become deflationary with estimates of 0.27% of the total supply being burned each year. With that, I'll pass it now to Catherine to discuss some crypto funding news. Thank you, Martin. Pantera is preparing to commit more than 1 billion for a new venture fund called Pantera's Venture Fund 4. This was revealed in an email which stated, for investors who prefer venture, the new fund offers a venture only class. This class will have exposure to equity deals that, they, that the company does and will not directly invest in tokens. The fund will be taking investments until April of 2020. Blossom Capital has revealed a new $432 million fund, which is the company's third fund to date. The fund will be investing in European startups seeking Series A capital across a range of sectors. One third of the funds will be invested in crypto-powered firms, with the company stating they do not hold tokens but have exposure to the core protocols. Um, Amoka Brands has raised almost 360 million, giving the company a valuation of 5.5 billion. The round was led by Liberty, um, Liberty City Ventures and included funding from Winklevoss Capital, Soros Fund Managements, and 10T Holdings. The funds will be used to fuel acquisitions and investments, product development, and licenses for popular intellectual properties. Crypto.com Capital is expanding its 200 million fund announced in March of 2021 to 500 million. The fund will invest in seed and Series A deals with a typical investment of up to 10 million for a Series A round. The fund will invest in DeFi, NFTs and gaming and will want to typically lead the rounds that they are investing in. Mechanism Capital has launched a $100 million fund called Mechanism Play, which will invest in play to earn gaming. The company believes that mobile gaming will be the next big area of growth and plans to form direct partnerships with studios to develop games in addition to providing capital. Next up, we have some merger news. Uh, BXM Operations AG, which is a company founded by BitMax's CEO and Chief Financial Officer. They have signed a, a purchase agreement to acquire Bankhausen von Heer, a 
268-year-old private bank based in Germany. The deal was subject to approval by BaFin, the German financial service regulator, and the purchase is expected to go through in the middle of this year. The terms of the deal were not disclosed and the acquisition will form part of BitMEX's plans to expand into Europe. OpenSeas has acquired Dharma Labs. The terms of the deals were not disclosed, but Axio has estimated the value of Dharma Labs in the range of 110 million to 130 million. Dharma's app, which is an interface for DeFi, will be sunsetted, but its technological capabilities will be used to help with fear on ramps and improvements in the uptime of OpenSeas core offerings. Um, next up, we have some um, ETF news. Van Eck has filed with the SEC for a commodities and Bitcoin strategy ETF, which will hold commodities and Bitcoin's futures and exchange traded products, but the fund itself will not invest in commodities, Bitcoin or digital assets directly. And finally, ending on some mining news, um, Bitmain has launched um, a new mining machine and it will be the company's first Bitcoin mining rig to include liquid cooling technology designed for use within its mining container. Uh, the mining machine specific, uh, specifications include a hash rate of 198 terahashes per second and will consume five, nearly five and a half watts of power. The company's website does not specify a price for the rig, but indicates that shipping will start between May and September of this year. Intel is planning to unveil a sophisticated crypto mining chip in February at the International Solid State Circus Com Conference, according to the conference agenda. In a session titled a ultra low voltage energy efficient Bitcoin mining ASCII, which will take place on February the 23rd. This could mean that Intel will become a direct competitor for Bitmains and micro BTCs in the markets for Bitcoin mining ASCIIs. And finally, Argo blockchain is starting a non-mining business called Argo Labs, which will be an in-house innovation arm for the company to take advantage of other opportunities within the blockchain ecosystem. Argo Labs said that it will mainly focus on network participation as well as strategic diversification through the deployment of the company's crypto treasury assets. And that's all the news I have for you. I'll pass you back over to Martin. I hope you have a nice day, everyone. Catherine, and thank you for your listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.